I'd rather be a hammer than a nail. That way I could smash you in the head over and over. Um, Welcome to the Harlan Highway. What a dopey beginning, but aren't they all? Uh, thanks for being here wherever you are, cutting grass, shingling a roof, working in an office, walking your dog, sitting on the throne. We welcome you here. Because uh, what, a, what a show, what a show we have today. We're going to be getting into your letters. It's a listener mailbag today. Not the whole show, but part of it. We will uh, read some of your letters on the air and respond to them accordingly. And uh, we're going to be talking about scarecrows, man. There's an obscure kind of uh, topic, but yeah, they exist. And I'm going to talk about them up yours. That's not nice. Um, and then it's something that I said I won't talk about much, but, uh, I have to because I saw some commercials for some stuff. We're going to be talking about fat people. If you're getting fat and some of the procedures around losing fat, that's what I'm kind of going to be ripping on. And then we're going to be talking about drinks and what happens to drinks and what they look like when you're not drinking them. We're going to be talking about Gatorade, and I'm getting thirsty just talking about it, so let's go! It's the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. What we've got here is failure to communicate. One cheeseburger with everything coming out! You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all... This is Harlan Williams. I'm a human being, God damn it! How you doing out there today, folks? This is Harlan Williams, and you're riding on the Harlan Highway. Where are you riding? Are you on my highway? Or are you riding somewhere else? You're riding through the country? You're going through the fields of corn and wheat and beans and lettuce? Through beets and cabbage, carrots and turnips? You're driving through a salad, people. You're in the twilight zone, and you're caught in a giant salad bar at the signpost up ahead. Your next stop, ranch dressing. And look at that, standing out there in all that fresh produce, a scarecrow. Ooh, oh, I'm I'm not going in that field. There's a guy in a pair of old Sears tough skins and a checkered shirt. Crazy old hat. Oh, look out can't go steal some beans from that field on top of everything else he's crucified in a field stuck on a cross or something how scary is a guy that can't even move scarecrow crows aren't scared of scarecrows man crows flying overhead hey we better not go down to that field there's that guy that's been standing in the exact same spot for 20 years and has never flinched an iota. We better not go there. Isn't a scarecrow just about as good as a tree? Trees move more than scarecrows. Scarecrows don't even scare crows. You know what they do? They attract homeless people. That's what scarecrows do. They attract homeless people. Think about it. You're a homeless guy. You're wandering around down the road. There's a brand new set of clothes for you in a field full of food. What could be more ideal for you? Huh? Some Sears Tough Skins and some yummy corn to nibble on. 
You're just attracting homeless guys when you put a scarecrow up. You may be scaring the crows, but you've got a bunch of hobos singing campfire songs out in your corn. Oh, boy, corn. Rows of corn. This is And this is a safety tip for you folks. Don't ever do this. Don't ever get naked and run around backwards through corn. That is... That's a, that hurts. I've never done it, but I've heard tale. I've heard tale of it happening. Do not run around naked backwards through the corn. Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Mailman, mailman, mail today. Reach right in and pull one out. All right, all right, here we go with your letters that you send in to me at harlanwilliams.com. And uh, these are uh, wonderful letters. I read them all. I can't uh, read them all on the air because we get too many, but I pick them out and, uh, you know, try to get to as many as I can. Let's start off with some good news. I love this letter. This is from Veronica who writes all the time. She knows who she is. Um, And uh, good news, she wrote to me, subject, shark fin. And she says, hey, kid. I like that. I'm only 13. Hey, kid, good news. Toronto banned shark fin soup. Take care, Veronica. How about that? Yeehaw! Uh, For those of you that have been following the the, uh, highway... From time to time, I go on rants about uh, how horrible shark fin soup is. It's a soup made out of actual shark fins. The process is they pull sharks out of the water, cut their fins off, throw them back in the water alive, and they just flounder around and die, and it's horrible, and they're killing hundreds of millions of sharks a year to make soup. And so I kind of started a little thing to try and get it stopped uh, around the United States and around the world. And uh, and it looks like Toronto, my hometown, which I'm kind of proud of, um, has banned shark fin soup. So good for you, Toronto. See, good things besides me do come out of Toronto. Isn't that wonderful? So, big round of applause. Thank you for uh, letting me know. That is beautiful. And uh, I, uh, I couldn't be happier about that. So, uh, yee-haw. And speaking of Toronto, here we go with some more Toronto mail. This is from Joe Hammond, and Joe's subject is the Maple Leafs. Now, most of you are thinking, okay, trees... Wrong. Listen to his letter. Harland, how are you, buddy? I just watched your scene in Dumb and Dumber and could not stop laughing. You did an awesome job in the scene. Well, thank you very much. I recently found out that you're from Toronto, and I just wanted to know, as a Torontonian, are you a Leafs fan? As in the hockey team, the Toronto Maple Leafs, in case you don't know. If you are, do you remember the cup win 
1967. When do you think we will win the cup again? Joe from Toronto. Oh, Joe. Joe, 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 Joe. You know, anytime I tell people I'm from Toronto, they go, oh, so your team's the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I go, no, it's not. The Toronto Maple Leafs have to earn my devotion. And I always say to them, yes, I'm a Leafs fan the day they get into the seven final games for the Stanley Cup. It has been like, what, 46 years since they've won that cup? It's a disgrace. It's shameful. Toronto's the biggest city in Canada. It's one of the birthplaces of professional hockey. Toronto was one of the uh, earliest teams to have a professional hockey team in the NHL. For a while, I think they have the second biggest record for Stanley Cups. Um, and uh, they were just the pride and glory of Toronto. And my whole life, they did not win that cup or barely come close. And let me sum it up for you. My cousin put it best. Okay, my cousin Chris was a devoted Leafs fan. And we used to live together when we were in our, like, you know, mid, mid-20s. mid And Chris spent many years of his life watching every game on TV. And one day we were sitting around eating a pizza, watching a game. I didn't watch them very much, but he was dedicated. And they lost again, and he just stood up and he goes, Fuck this. I've lost 18 years of my life watching these fucking Leafs. That does it. It's over. (laughs) And that was it. He stopped watching them. But, you know, 18 years. And he's like, I lost 18 years of my fucking life watching these guys. And I was already ahead of that curve because I'd stopped watching them when I was like nine. So very frustrating. I don't know if you come from a whole town that has a team that never wins. I can only imagine it's like the Boston Red Sox. Remember how they never won anything for billions and billions of years? So there you go. Uh, Thank you so very much, Joe from Toronto. Shark's fin soup is gone, and apparently so is any good hockey in Toronto. Maybe they should rename it the Toronto Shark Fins. And eliminate them from the league. No, no. I still have hope, Joe. Okay, and in the bottom of my heart, there's a little drop of Maple Leaf fan in me. And like I say, the minute they get into that seven final games, I am all over them. And if they win the the cup, that'll buy them five to ten years. And then I go back into my coma of not respecting them. All right, good. Let's move on. Let's move on down the road and look at some more mail here. What else do we have? Let's see here. All right. Here we go. Here is a letter from Dave Barry, and the subject is learning to work. Comments. I was listening to a podcast, and you were noting your forestry work. It really hit home. For myself, I think I focus on the dollars versus the sense of accomplishment for the work done well. The podcast shined a light on how I need to modify the way I do things. Thank you. Well, you know what? Hey, Dave, don't thank me. 
Um, you know who you got to thank is that guy that I worked with that day. I did a little story about when I was a forest ranger and I was a slacker and the guy I was working with went 100%. And one day I decided to keep up with him and I realized the beauty and the reward of giving 100%. And that, uh, that particular story seemed to resonate with a lot of the listeners and I'm glad it did because that... A moment in my life taught me a lot, and it changed my attitude, and it changed my way of doing things uh, for the rest of my life. And it's uh, interesting to see that what that guy did is now still having an effect on other people. Even though you weren't there, I kind of transported you there uh, with my, uh, you know, with my story. So I'm, I'm excited to hear that it uh, it inspired you. And as I said, you, you can't thank me. you got to thank all the thanks. Goes to that guy who I can't remember his name, but when I was just a teenager, uh, he taught me a lesson, and uh, i uh, got to give thanks where thanks is due, and that's him, whoever he is, wherever he is. He probably doesn't even know that he had an effect on me, but uh, I'll thank him for you. Thank you, Mystery forest ranger guy all right let's keep going couple more here okay let's see here is well look at this another one from veronica i told you she writes a lot and she has good letters and here's her topic on this one baby wipes comments dear kid and again thank you i'm only 13 uh trust me if you try huggies baby wipes instead of toilet paper you will never go back I've used them since I was 16, and it's like using toilet paper made from bunnies rubbed down with lanolin. Wow. Veronica, how about that? I did a thing about uh, baby wipes on a recent podcast talking about how uh, some girls that I know are obsessed with them. A lot of women seem to love them. And I'm just kind of scratching my head. But uh, there's another woman, Veronica, uh, standing by uh, Bunny Lanolin Aswad. So thank you for that. And let's do one more letter here and then uh, get out of the listener mailbag. And why not go out with a feel-gooder? Let's go out. This is a little stroke fest here. I, I say, you know... I love getting your uh, your emails, and uh, sometimes your emails just cheer me up. I mean, they always cheer me up, but sometimes, li- listen to this one. This is from Jamie. We're going to close with this one. Subject, you are the best, okay? Now, that starts off real nice to me. Comments, I just wanted to let you know that the Harland Highway is my favorite podcast. Genius. You are so funny and insightful, and I have a grin ear-to-ear every time I listen to your podcast. Thanks for doing such an awesome job. i got to give myself some applause on that one. Come on, give me a round. Thank you. And, uh, Jamie, thank you. That's what I try to do here. Put a smile on your face. Maybe drop a little bit of insightfulness, uh, if I could say it, insightfulness along the way. And uh, I'm glad you're loving it. Please tell your friends, don't be afraid to write. It's harlemwilliams.com. And that's it. That's all we got time for today. Let's close up 
the Harland Highway Mailbag. Oh, man, those letters were fat, man. Those letters were just fat, 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 fat. Yeah, I haven't talked about weight in a long time. I haven't talked about fat. Okay, I actually got a letter or a voicemail from one of our uh, listeners a while back reprimanding me for, you know, being a little little too over the head with with the chubby people. And and I, I heard the message and I backed off, but... There's a little thing going on, a little uh, little thing, and, and I'm, I'm going to talk about the fat here for a minute. All right? I'm not going to be politically correct. I'm just saying it as it is. You eat too much, you get fat. Okay? You don't eat too much, you stay thin. Okay? And don't go looking for those pills. Oh, here's a pill. I can still eat all I want and just eat one more thing, a pill. Chances are the pills just add to the calories. You were fat, and then suddenly you're six ounces fatter because then you ate a pill that's a lie that doesn't make you lose weight. Just adds another six ounces to your roundness. And don't go get your stomach stapled. Don't pull that one on me. Oh, I've got a problem. I'm going to go get my stomach stapled. Stapled. You're getting staples put in your belly. Hey. Why don't you go one step further, chubby? Get your lips welded shut. Huh? You're going to get stapled. Why don't I get welded? Just weld them lips shut. Or put a bunch of salt in there and sew them up. Just stitch them up like a zombie. Just wander around sniffing food. Don't eat anything. Yeah, I know it's harsh. I'm being a little harsh, but I'm looking out for it. I want you to be healthy and live long. Just cut back on all the goodies. Instead of three scoops, get two giant ones. Instead of the 12-ounce steak, get the 11. Just cut back, people, because I'm looking out for you here on the Harland Highway. Pass the butter, please. Yeah, the whole brick. Mm. And here's something that you don't even have to be overweight to get grossed out by. This is just food in general, all right? Uh, how many times have you had this happen where you, let's say you go to Starbucks or McDonald's or Baskin Robbins or someplace and you order like a fancy drink. Let's say you order a hot chocolate or you order a, uh, Frappuccino double lie, touch, quake, twisty mocha, twickle dwackle, pterodactyl, Frappuccino. Or you're at Baskin Robbins and you get a, a, a chocolate mint chocolate chip milkshake. Or you're at McDonald's and you get like a frozen lemonade. Or you get Wendy's and you get a Frosty. And it looks delicious. You're like, oh, man, yum, 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 You know, you're stuffing it in there. And let's say for whatever reason you don't finish it, okay? And you leave like a quarter of it in a glass. Or you leave half of it in the glass, and you leave it on the counter, and the next day, or even a few hours later, you wander into the room, and there you see it. You're like, ah! It looks like, uh, you know, like a tar pit from the Mesozoic era. 
You're expecting to see like uh, raptors and uh, saber-toothed tigers trapped in the sludge sitting in that cup. And have you seen how, how that delicious frosty or a milkshake or a fancy coffee drink breaks down once it uh, kind of uh, expires past its uh, time of holding its composure? Oh, man, it is a concoction. It is a concoction of mud and grease and oil. It looks like a bad science experiment, man. It's just a a, pie, a blob of gunk sitting there. Good Lord. You, you almost picture a mastodon trapped in it, you know, wiggling for its life. <laughs> Saber-toothed tigers circling your... Your old frosty waiting to move in on the trapped mammoth stuck in your sludge drink. Ugh. It is gross, man. And what's even grosser is when you think about it, you, you go, wait a minute. That was that was an hour ago I drank the top part of that. Is that what it looks like in my stomach right now? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, 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 Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, 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 I've got sludge in my belly. Oh, 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 oh. Right? Because when you eat stuff, you're like, oh, man, awesome, delicious. Look at this. But you don't think about it afterwards when it's just sitting there, man, inside of you, decomposing, breaking down. That's what it looks like. And sometimes you get glasses from from wherever these places are, and they're clear, so you can see right through them, right? At Baskin Robbins, the milkshakes, or sometimes you get coffee ones, or whatever it is. And you're just like, oh, look at that dry foam, and what's that? There's a layer of clear stuff, and then under that, there's like pulp. And then on the fourth layer, there's like... (laughs) Oh God! There's like mud and sludge, and I'm, I just—I think I dry heaved right there. I just dry heaved talk, doing my podcast, talking about this stuff. God! Oh God! I've, everyone's like, I'm never drinking coffee again. Thank you, Harlan. I will never ever down another hot chocolate. Thank you, you dumbass. I just loved my hot chocolate, and you just ruined it because you created all these layers of strata. Of mud sludge, and you threw in a, a, a woolly mammoth, and it's just horrible. Well, it's true, man. And then how about this ice cream? You ever get ice cream, and you're scooping away in your kitchen, and, you know, a little dollop lands on the counter on the tile. And you're like, ah, I'll leave it. I got to go eat this delicious ice cream, man. And you come back, like, uh, four hours later, And good luck getting that ice cream off your tile or the bottom of your sink or wherever it landed. Holy God. Get the jackhammer out, baby. That stuff won't budge. I mean, that that, that stuff is like a thick, uh, colorful glue with, with chocolate chips in it. Hey, man, is your sink broken? No, man, I'm I'm keeping it together with mint chocolate chip, man. Oh, wow, okay, I wondered why that glue smelled so good, man. Yeah, that's Baskin-Robbins mint chocolate chip, man. 
You think I could use some of that on, like, my canoe? I put a hole in my canoe. Sure, man, I got some Baskin-Robbins Rocky Road. Why don't you just patch that right up, dude? Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, wh- how does that stuff do in your stomach? That ice cream just, it's its like an adhesive. It's like super bond. You, you could uh, put some on a guy's uh, construction helmet and hang him from a beam off of a 50-story building. It's like crazy glue. And that's the stuff going into your into your gut. Good night, Nelly Furtado. So I don't know, man. I'm not trying to turn you off. I'm just saying. It's kind of ghastly. Kind of like this whole podcast. Good Lord. Uh, thank God we're at the end of it. I, I need to go. I'm all fired up. I got to go get a hot drink. Maybe I'll go get a uh, a hot chocolate. Okay, that's layer one. A liverwurst sandwich, layer two. Some apple pie, layer three. And a Wendy's Frosty, layer four. Oh, my God. What does that look like? You might as well, uh, like, cut open the center of the earth, and you'll see the same strata. You'll see see the same layers. Oh, God. Oh. All right, enough. I'm gonna. Oh, just I just drive heaved again. I, I did I just say drive heaved? Yeah, I'm driving right now down the Harlan Highway, heaving. Wow. Okay, well let's close it up. This is enough. Enough, Mister Williams. What? Not enough? You want more? All right, let's let's do a little more, and we'll try and end on a nice clear drink. That uh, that doesn't uh, ferment and and bubble and foam and let, let's end on a nice pure drink because after doing all this talking about drinking, I'm thirsty. Workday's over. I need a drink, and I don't mean booze. I ain't talking about the hoochie mama stuff. I'm not talking about a big old bottle of Uncle Nelly's wild sauce. I'm talking about Gatorade. Oh yeah, I want some of that alligator grease dribbling down my throat replenishing my salt glands it's hard to buy gatorade nowadays isn't it remember the old days you go in gatorade what flavor you want green good because that's all we make remember used to be green it's like where's the uh where's the shrek pee at huh i want the shrek pee and then they kind of started to sneak the orange in there. Hmm, orange. Okay, I can handle that. Two colors. You go in now, man. You hit 7-Eleven. There's like three million different flavors of Gatorade. They got a col- they've got a flavor called Rain. Okay, they went out and collected rainwater and made it a, a, a Gatorade. They got kiwi lime. They got purple. They got ice blaster blue. They got teriyaki yellow they got lemonade they got limeade they got orange mango tangerine cranberry walnut holy god you could go in you could go in and buy every flavor of gatorade and drink it all at once have a sip out of each bottle technically you'd be drinking a rainbow imagine that drinking a rainbow you'd be lucky if leprechauns didn't start jumping down your throat Oh, catch the lucky rainbow. Archie, Barchie, flarchie to barchie. You pee a rainbow. Gatorade. Oh, it's so complicated. 
I don't know what flavor to get. Should I have the peach mango or the elevator grease licorice Gatorade? Oh, I miss the old Shrek pea green. Oh, that's great. Oh, well, at least you're getting your liquids here on the Harland Highway. You dense, irritating miniature beast of burden. Oh, oh, oh God. All right, too too much talk of liquid. Let's uh, let's get out on a solid a solid ending here. Good night, Nelly Frittato, for the second time. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying that. I wonder if she's actually going to bed right now. And I I just all the tumblers in the universe aligned, and I said good night, Nelly Frittato, just as she was putting her little Greek head down on her little golden record pillow. Oh, cute. Um, all right, let's do some announcements and get the hell out of Dodge, shall we? Um, this weekend, uh, my first time up at the old uh, comedy club in Portland, Oregon. It's called uh, Helium Comedy Club, and I've never played it. It's going to be a blast. Um, and uh, come on out if you live in the region. It's going to be a great time uh that's uh november 17 18 and 19 gonna be tearing it up and uh hope we see you out there um and uh don't forget to write to harlanwilliams.com um and also visit our web store for your christmas gift and holiday gift ideas don't forget if you get your uh your order in early you will receive your merchandise in time our cutoff window is around uh, December 13th. After that, we cannot be sure you'll get your stuff in time for Christmas. So get your orders in early. It happens every year. People uh, get behind the eight ball, and, uh, you know, we want to make sure you get your Harland merchandise. We've got uh, videos, movies, T-shirts, CDs, DVDs, books, artwork, all that fun stuff. And uh, check it out. Also, uh, Stitcher.com if you want to pick up the highway on your uh, cell phone. And that's it, man. Don't forget we have the uh, Harland Highway Thanksgiving Day Parade coming up next week. Oh, my God. We're almost at Thanksgiving. Can you believe it? Next week will be the Thanksgiving Day Parade here on the Harland Highway. You don't want to miss it. John and John will be there calling out. All the floats in all their glory, and I hope you can make it for that. And that's all we got. I'm going to go get myself a big glass of rainbow juice. Uh, Hope you had a good time. We'll see you again next time right here on the Harland Highway. And until then, chicken chow mein, baby.